As we roll down this unfamiliar road And although this wave is stringing us along Just know you're not alone Cause I'm gonna make this place your Good morning and welcome to the Kern County Real Estate Review on 1560 AM, 97.7 FM, KNZR and streaming live on KNZR.com. We're proud to bring you the most trusted real estate advice and insights with the one and only Lori McCarty. As Kern County's most listened to realtor, Lori McCarty has been successfully selling real estate for over three decades, helping over 11,000 families meet their real estate needs. With her vast experience and knowledge, Lori is consistent ranked as one of the best in the business nationwide. But Lori doesn't work alone. She heads up the McCarty Group, a team of dedicated professionals who are well known for their knowledge, professionalism, and unwavering commitment to their clients. Whether you're buying or selling, the McCarty Group is your partner for a smooth and stress-free experience. As one of the most successful real estate teams in Kern County, the McCarty Group has helped countless families achieve their real estate goals. Whether you're looking to buy or sell, you can trust the McCarty Group to provide you with expert guidance and personalized attention every step of the way. So if you're thinking of buying or selling, look no further than the McCarty Group. With more unparalleled knowledge and expertise, they can help you get the most value for your investment. To learn more, visit them online at themccartygroup.com or call 661 661- 665 sold. That's 661 665 7653 to speak with one of their team members today. And a good morning to you, Lori. Good morning, Adelaide. How are you doing this morning? I am doing excellent. Believe it or not, this morning went for a nice bike ride. Ooh, yay. Yes, while the weather was cool. Yes. Because I don't know if you've ever sat on a hot bike seat at about three in the afternoon in Bakersfield. Not fun. It hurts. And then if it hits your skin, woo, yep. forget it. Yep, 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 <laughs> so yep, yep. knock out that stuff nope, early in the morning. That is the time to do it. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And what about you, Lori? How's your weekend going so far? Well, (laughs) you remember when I mentioned my disdain for the chilly, rainy days and my anticipation for warmer temperatures? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Uh, Somebody wasn't listening. I said warmer, not hot. (laughs) Uh, It's really getting kind of scorching out there. Um, Mm. You know, showing houses or going on listing appointments in the rain is just messy. But doing those same activities in triple-digit heat... That can be quite uncomfortable. Not fun. No. Uh, So my tips for everyone out there are be sure and stay hydrated during that process, right? Uh, Mm. Wear light-colored and lightweight clothing and agents. As much as you might like the seller to be absent during a showing so that the buyer can feel more comfortable discussing whether or not this home is the one, Please try to be understanding that this is not the time of the year that the sellers can easily take the dog for a walk or go to the park with the kids. It may just be more practical and easy for them to remain at the home. So try to adjust your showing style to that reality. Okay? That's, yeah, that's a, those are great tips. Yeah, because it's a little tougher just to go hang out. Yeah, yeah. Um, so what about you? How is your weekend going? You got any big plans? Well, I've narrowed it down to two options. Uh-huh. Water 
or air conditioning. Yeah, I'm so. thinking both. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Possibly both. Yes, yes. yes. I'm oh, thinking yeah. water and then air conditioning then afterwards. Air conditioning, right? yeah. So whether it's a pool <laughs> or air conditioning first, water. then yeah. in the water, then air conditioning after, right? Exactly. Because yeah. those, those, yeah, our, our options are pretty limited when the heat comes yes. out. Yes, so. yes, they yeah. are. Oh, yeah. yeah. But I'm good with either one. But yeah, yeah both would be great too. Good. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, I see we do have a guest in the studio. Um, Who are we talking to and what's the topic? Well, this morning we have the privilege of speaking with Jenny Fishback of Jenny Fishback Interior Design because, frankly, interior design has a big impact on your home's value. You know, your home is more than just a place to live. It's your sanctuary. It's your haven. And it's a reflection of your personal style. But did you know that investing in interior design can do more than just enhance your living space? It can also significantly increase the value of your property. When you invest in thoughtful enhancements, you can create a space that not only captures your heart and personality, but will also attract potential buyers should you decide to sell. Many people tend to concentrate on the exterior of the home to be able to increase property values, from changing your garden to adding solar panels. However, by paying attention to the interior of your home, by updating and implementing the most recent interior design ideas, that can also significantly increase your property's worth. So first, I think it's important to understand that interior design is more than just decorating right? It's, it's a broad term that encompasses a wide range of elements, including layout, flow, color scheme, lighting, and of course, furnishings. These elements work together to create a cohesive and functional space that meets the needs of the residents. A well-designed interior improves the aesthetic appeal of your home, and it makes the space feel like home to you. So you might be wondering, just how much impact does interior design have on your home's value? Well, according to the National Association of Realtors, interior design projects have an average return on investment of approximately 50%. Now, that's not bad for creating a space that you love. So for every dollar you spend on an interior design project, you can expect to recoup around 50 cents in added home value. It's kind of like turning your creativity and vision into cold, hard cash. Now, of course, it's important to note that the actual return on investment is going to vary based on whatever the specific project is and the local real estate market conditions and factors such as the quality of materials, the extent of the renovation, and even the neighborhood you're in can all influence the final outcome. So I think it's wise to do your research and consult with professionals to determine what your best course of action is because everyone's situation is unique. Now, when you decide to upgrade your home's interior design, you're not only creating a space that you'll love living in, 
but you're also making a smart financial move. Imagine your satisfaction when you walk into your home that not only feels inviting, but has that extra wow factor that buyers crave. So whether you're thinking about selling in the near future or just want to make your home your personal paradise, investing in interior design is a decision that pays off in more ways than one. If you're seeking inspiration to elevate your home's interior design, or perhaps you find yourself in the exciting but sometimes overwhelming process of building a new house with a multitude of finishes to choose from, then today is your lucky day. We're going to be visiting with Jenny Fishback, an expert in the field of interior design. With her wealth of experience and keen eye for detail, Jenny Fishback of Jenny Fishback Interior Design is here to share valuable insights and tips to help you create or recreate the home of your dreams. So get ready to be inspired and enlightened as we dive into the world of interior design with our guest right after this short break. Be sure and stay tuned because we'll be back in just a minute. You're listening to the Kern County Real Estate Review with Lori McCarty of the McCarty Group at Coldwell Banker Preferred Realtors on 1560 AM, 97.7 FM, KNZR, and streaming live on KNZR.com. To reach Lori, you can call her or her team anytime at 661-665-SOLD. That's 661-665-7653. Or you can go to her website at themccartygroup.com, where you can tour all the properties available in Kern County from the comfort of your couch. Request an in-person tour, find out the value of your home, and see the McCarty Group's success stories. Consistently ranked in the top 10 agents in North America for Coldwell Banker and on the Wall Street Journal's Top 100 Agents, she is truly an expert in her field. The desire of the McCarty Group is to not only achieve their clients' goals, but to exceed their expectations. So let them do just that. And we'll be right back with the Kern County Real Estate Review here on KNZR. Hey, you confused about real estate? Sean Hannity here, and I can tell you as an active real estate investor, well, just like the stock market, it can go up one day and down the next. Home values and sales, they fluctuate on a dime. Now, even though I bought and sold homes for years all across this great country, one thing I will always do is partner with a sharp real estate agent that truly studies local and national market trends, that knows the real value of homes, and most importantly, knows how to generate demand regardless of the market. And the good news is you have a truly amazing agent right in your backyard. I'm talking about Lori McCarty of Coldwell Banker. She has an amazing team working for her that doesn't miss a single detail. Her system is so bulletproof, well, she can create demand for your home at a deadline that you agree to, or she will buy it herself. Now, real estate doesn't have to be frustrating or scary. Call Lori McCarty today at 665-SOLD. That's 665-SOLD. Online, themccartygroup.com. That's themccartygroup.com. Go there and you can start packing. We're back this morning with Lori McCarty of the McCarty Group on the Kern County Real Estate Review here on 1560 AM, 97.7 FM, KNZR, and streaming live on KNZR.com. 
So, Lori, are you ready to introduce your guest? Absolutely. Today we have the pleasure of visiting with Jenny Fishback of Jenny Fishback Interior Design. So, Jenny, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day and for joining us here on the Kern County Real Estate Review. How are you doing this morning? I'm doing well, thank you. It's such an honor to be on here and meeting you for the first time. Well, thank you. Tell us a bit about yourself so all of our listeners can get to know you. Well, I'm the owner and principal designer of Jenny Fishback Interior Design. Great. And I'm originally from Washington State. Oh, what brought you here? Well, uh, I moved to Bakersfield in 2007. Okay. Um, my husband got a job with Air Energy. Perfect. And so we made the big move down here. And um, I think that's why so many people move to Bakersfield is because of oil, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. That's what actually brought me here originally. Okay. So tell us more. Yeah, so we moved to Bakersfield and started a family here. Wonderful. Um, We have two beautiful children, ages 11 and 13. Great. And a little mini golden doodle puppy uh, named Teddy. Okay. So that's a little bit about our family. Great. So tell us a little bit about your background as an interior designer and how did you get started in this industry? Well, I've always been an artistic person, um, Mm -hmm. always been creative and resourceful. I love to cook and garden, and I paint. Wow. And I had grandmas who taught me how to sew. So I've always been a very hands-on person. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was given the nickname Martha in high school. (laughs) After Martha Stewart? Yeah, and I have to give a shout-out to her because she's on fire right now, and she's having a moment. So Yeah, she really is. Yeah, and so I love Martha, and I just love, like, um, that – you know, getting into like design and take care of your home and mm-hmm. just like, you know, entertaining and making people feel welcome. So That's I kind wonderful. of embraced that. Um, and so I decided to pursue a four-year degree in interior design. Wonderful. Yeah. Um, from Washington State University. Um, and I graduated with a bachelor's degree in 2005. Okay. And it was um, a really great accredited program. We were ranked like 15th in the nation at the time. So we had amazing teachers and just a really great experience. Okay. Um, So I had a great schooling background. Great. And then right out of college, my husband and I, we got married. Uh We were high school sweethearts. Oh, wonderful. And um, he actually stayed and got his master's for an extra two years. So we were kind of stuck in our small college town. Uh Um, Not a whole lot of interior design opportunities. Um, where all my classmates were going to get these amazing like architecture jobs and right. working for big um, companies. So I, I found a kind of like a mom and pop um, mm-hmm. electrical and lighting store. Okay. And so I started working there and became a lighting designer. Okay. And so I was doing like new construction homes, helping people pick out um, lighting for all the different rooms. Mm-hmm. And um, so I you know got some experience there. Great. So then in 2007, um, we moved to Bakersfield. Right. And, you know, we came to a new town. We didn't know anyone, didn't have any friends. Oh, that could be tough. Or family. Um, and so just kind of like starting all over again. So I I looked around town for some interior design opportunities. Right. But it was during kind of that 
that crash of the market time. Yeah. Uh, in the real estate related mm-hmm. fields, right? Because the market was going down. Um, we had foreclosures galore, and people did not have the money to spend on interior design, right? Absolutely, yes. Okay. So it was a really hard time. Um, so I uh, decided to use my AutoCAD drafting skills, oh, and okay. I actually um, found a job at an engineering firm in town. That wow, you are the girl <laughs> of many talents, right? So, and yeah. I shouldn't say girl, I should say the woman oh, of many thank you. talents. Okay. Um, so yeah, so I went into this uh, engineering firm, mm-hmm. and I became an electrical designer, and I was doing construction documents for um, the oil fields and food processing plants around town. Wow! And um, I became lead designer, and I had a team of drafters underneath me, and um, so that was a really great experience. Pretty impressive. But it was very industrial. It wasn't the glamorous interior design well, job I envisioned at the time. It's not quite as artistic, mm-hmm. maybe, as you would, would yes. want, right? Yes. Okay. Um, so I did that for a few years, and then we um, decided to have children. Mm-hmm. And I became a stay-at-home mom. I stayed home for 10 years with them, and it was one of the best years of my life. Of course. They're only little ones, yes. right? Yeah. And so, you know, they finally got to an age where they're at school full-time, I have a lot more time on my hands, and I always had this desire to be an interior designer, and I, but I didn't know how to get there. Mm -hmm. And so I, you know, one day just decided, like, I need to get out there, get my feet wet again, you know, see what this is about. And so I started working for another designer in town. Okay. And, um you know, started to kind of spark that interior design creativity again and right. meeting with clients and I got some amazing projects to work on and just really um, had a great time learning, you know, some vocabulary that I haven't had experience with before. So I finally got to a place where I was confident enough and had um, the experience enough to finally go out on my own. Mm-hmm. And so last August, um, I got my first project and that was kind of the start of Jenny Fishback Interior Design. That is wonderful. Yeah. You know, it is so amazing to me that creativity really does breed more creativity, right? Yes. The more you surround yourself with anything, doesn't really matter what it is. The more immersed you become in it, mm-hmm. the the more you expand your knowledge base and uh, if it is something you are passionate about, the more you expand your passion for it. Absolutely. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, so now that you are out on your own, tell us what services you offer. Yeah, we offer interior design services for new construction, remodels. We do kitchens and bathrooms. Mm-hmm. And we also offer furniture, artwork, accessories. And that can, can include rugs, lighting, custom drapery, window treatments. Um, so we, we offer it all. Wow, that's fantastic. So I know as an interior designer, you obviously assist with all the various aspects of the design process, right? Um, help us understand. Can you walk us through your typical approach? Because I know everybody does things differently. Um, when you're working on, say, a new construction project? Yeah. Uh, So I like to work with the client from the beginning stages of design Mm -hmm. um, and throughout the building process to create, you know, a thoughtful and 
cohesive plan. Oh, that's smart. So I like the client um, to bring in their floor plans in, okay. in kind of that preliminary stage, and mm-hmm. we'll actually walk through the whole entire home okay. and just really help them, and we'll visualize together. Like, how do you see this space? You know, is this island in the kitchen long enough? Is this where you want your sink? You know, is you know, in the family room, how do we envision the stone going up the wall or, you know, we just, you know, look through every single detail. Well, and I would imagine that sometimes uh, the client hasn't totally thought through every aspect of that floor plan, right? Correct. Um, I I know when we have uh, contemplated building and many times it was overwhelming mm-hmm. because there were so many aspects of an entire home. It's it's not like remodeling one little space, right? But when you're looking at a kitchen and a living room and this bedroom and that bedroom and a dining room and blah, 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 it, sometimes it just all seems to run together. Yes, it can be very so, overwhelming. Yes, so it's wonderful to have someone like yourself who has that additional eye to help them look at each and every detail, right? Correct. So I know I interrupted you, so so continue. Take us through that journey. So you start them out mm-hmm. room by room, yes. right? And then what? And, um, you know, typically they'll get a cookie-cutter floor plan mm-hmm. that has just a generic bathroom. Um, but I have a lot of clients who now want these, you know, cute you know, bathrooms they see on Pinterest or Uh on Instagram. And there's a lot more thought that goes into cabinetry and details. And do we want wall sconces or do we want a light bar above a mirror? Um, So there's a lot of thought that goes into that process. And it's easier to make those changes now than it is once those documents are, you know, confirmed or finalized. Mm -hmm. Because you don't want to do change orders and all that. No, because they're so much more expensive. Um, And do you have most of your clients either bringing you photos or pulling out their phone and saying, look here, this, this is what I want? Yes, I like to ask the clients to do a little homework themselves and have some inspirations, kind of show me what they're looking to do. Mm -hmm. And so that helps us get on the same page with each other. Well, that sounds great. Now, I know kitchen and bathroom design play a really crucial role uh, these days in terms of both functionality and in terms of aesthetics. So are there any key considerations that homeowners should try to keep in mind when they're looking at designing these spaces? Yeah, I think it all comes down to how you function in the space. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's say a bathroom. You know, you could have a shower that's just like a, your typical standard shower. Um, you can do these fun new plumbing fixtures where you have like the hand bars and the, the rain showers up above. But there's a lot of um, things to take into um, account. Like, you know, if you're someone that just likes to take a quick shower and right. you don't want to get your hair wet, well, sometimes those rain showers <laughs> aren't a great option, right. you know. Um, so, you know, have to think about your plumbing and what your needs are. Um, I have some clients that are into these steam showers now mm-hmm. where they like to go sit in there for a period of time right. and they've come out with all these cool gadgets where you can have screens in your showers and you can watch YouTube, listen right. to music, you can add um, scented oils to mm-hmm. your shower experience. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm actually in the middle of a project doing one of those. Um, and then 
Also, right now, it's really popular to do the freestanding bathtub. Right. And it's beautiful, and it looks amazing. It but is. I, I do have some clients, though, um, who are worried about slipping or falling or, mm-hmm. or you know, um, maybe an older person is worried about climbing into the tub and, and just that maybe not being a practical option. So I, I have other clients who do like the built-in option right? because it may feel a bit safer for them. So it's all about how you plan to use the space. Um, and I would agree. And for those of you who want that freestanding tub, make sure that you get one that will retain the heat. Don't just think, oh, this one is so much less expensive than that one over there. There's a reason for it. It's because that less expensive one is not insulated because, and it's not going to retain that warm water feel. Uh, trust me. Correct. Yeah. There's so there's an acrylic version and there's the stone version, and they're yeah. different price points, but they look the same. They do. They do. They do. Um, I had a client who made the wrong choice and was very unhappy. Um, so now, gosh. There are a zillion different selections that you can make out there uh, when it comes to the, the interior finishes, right? And those can greatly impact that overall look and feel of your home. Um, how do you help guide your clients to making the, the choices that are going to align with their own personal style? Um, while also helping them keep in mind resale value, right? They may love purple, but I'm here to tell you, purple is not the best-selling resale color when it comes to hard surface finishes. So how do you how do you help them do that? I try to help my clients select like a classic neutral color palette, mm-hmm. and especially um, in the areas of like earth tones that will you know help create a welcome and relaxing atmosphere in their home. Um, and then I like to play with texture and pattern, okay, in a classic way with those kind of that neutral palette, okay. And then for my clients who do like color. I suggest it's called an 80-20 rule. Okay. So you can do 80% neutral, Mm -hmm. and that gives you, you know, your background and something to work with. And then the other 20%, you can do color. Okay. And I think it's best to do color in, like, your pillows or your drapery, rugs, you know, things that can be changed if you get tired of them or if the trend changes and you just get sick of that color purple. You can, right. Right. you know, you can make an easy change without, you know, doing something um, major to your home that's going to decrease the value. I even tell people, look, if you just have to see a large expanse of purple, mm-hmm. paint a wall. Yeah. Because that's much easier to change mm-hmm. than ripping out tile. Um, because while you may love purple, we want to make sure that the next person is going to love whatever you do. And let's try to keep it cost effective. Correct. Right? And it sounds like that's exactly the same kind of advice you give them. 
I also, I, I love wallpaper. Mm-hmm. And I know, you know, it's, it's an easy way to elevate a space, especially a powder room. Mm-hmm. And, and you know what? Not every person's going to love the wallpaper that you choose. Right. But it's a cost-effective way that can easily be changed by the next person. Absolutely. And you're right. It really does elevate a room and make it so much more personal. Mm-hmm. Right? It it lets your personality, your style, your, oh, I don't know, your vibe come through loud and clear in a way that sometimes paint or towels or decor just doesn't, mm-hmm. right? So I, I agree with you. I think that's a, a fabulous way to add your own twist to a room. Now, lighting design that is something that is often overlooked but i'm sure in your experience you recognize that it can have a significant impact Absolutely. on the ambiance of a room right and it's usually the afterthought uh, it is um where as i imagine given your background and your experience you probably think it should be one of the first things that you look at right it should definitely be tied in the design the overall design of everything um So what are some lighting design tips that you can share with our listeners when it comes to creating the right atmosphere that you want for each given room? Uh, My number one um, lighting recommendation is lamps. Okay. I love table lamps and floor lamps. And I think they can just totally elevate a home in the evening when it's dark outside and you just get that warm feeling, light a candle. Mm -hmm. Um, And I also recommend putting dimmers on your chandeliers and also your can lighting so that you're able to control and bring that mood setting down, um, which is really helpful. So you recommend utilizing lamps more than overhead lighting? Yeah, well, right now, I just think um, the overhead lighting was so saturated and used so often uh-huh. that people are starting to get a little tired of the recessed lighting. Okay. And that's, I feel like the next generation is, doesn't love them as much as okay. maybe the older, older okay. generation did. So they're trying to find, like, new ways to light the home. Okay. Um, maybe, like, under um, shelf lighting. Okay. Or, like, under your cabinets or, you know, just different ways um, there's also different types of uh, fixtures you can use instead of can lighting. Mm-hmm. So just kind of exploring different options. Okay. Um, I'm also big on um, which light bulb color you should use as well. All right. So let's hear it. And what do you, what so do you recommend? My sweet spot is the 2700 Kelvin um, to 3000 Kelvin. Okay. And that's right around like the warm white, soft white range. Okay. So um, I think that's the, the t- color temp I recommend to my clients. Okay. Um, so for those of us who think not in those terms, but who think more of bright white, warm white, uh, or, you know, because that's, that's kind of how I look at them, um, the brighter white or the warmer white is the color you're recommending more on the warm side than on the bright white side? Yeah, it's kind of right in the middle. Like, it's oh, just that, okay. it, like, it's not too yellow, but it's not too, like, cool blue okay it's just that perfect like warmness okay um but if you go anything over the 3000 kelvin which is a brighter white Uh um that's used more in like tasks area task area so like your laundry room sewing rooms okay um sometimes people use them in like a a kitchen if they needed but um 
If you, in your lamps, in your floor lamps, and like okay. your overall like recess. So twenty seven hundred to three thousand. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna have to go and look at mine to see what they are because the thing that drives me up a wall is when I will see a three or four light fixture, and they don't all match. Right. Yeah. You've got <laughs> one that's like odd but odd man out and I'll be like oh no 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 change that one yep it just offends <laughs> my sensibilities <laughs> well Jenny this has been an excellent and very informative introduction I am sure that everyone out there listening is getting inspired to upgrade their home and they are wanting your help so please tell everyone who's listening how they can connect with you well, I have a website. It's www.fishbackdesign.com. Okay. And um, my last name is spelled F-I-S-C-H-B-A-C-K. Um, sometimes that gets a little tricky. Absolutely. So. <laughs> and I also have an Instagram at fishback underscore design. Perfect. Um, we'll be right back after this break. You're listening to the Kern County Real Estate Review with Lori McCarty on 1560 AM, 97.7 FM, KNZR, and streaming live on KNZR.com. We'll be right back. It's no fun missing out on the home you love or having to settle for something less just because you couldn't sell your own home quickly. I'm Barbara Corcoran. I've worked with thousands of successful real estate agents. Let me help you choose the right agent so this doesn't happen to you. If you're buying or selling in Bakersfield, call Lori McCarty because she offers an immediate cash offer and can help you find great homes before they hit the market. Partner with the right agent. Go to themccartygroup.com and start packing. You're listening to KNZR, 1560 AM, 97.7 FM, and streaming live on KNZR.com. And we're back this morning with the Kern County Real Estate Review, featuring our host, Lori McCarty of the McCarty Group. For all your real estate questions, call Lori at 661-665-SOLD. That's 661-665-7653. Or go online to themccartygroup.com. You can also follow Lori on social media. For Facebook, follow her at The McCarty Group or on Instagram at Lori underscore McCarty. And to keep up with all the real estate news in Kern County, you can follow this show on Facebook and Instagram at the Kern County Real Estate Review. There you can also submit questions you'd like Lori to answer on air or suggest topics you'd like her to cover on Saturday mornings. And this morning, we're talking with Jenny Fishback of Jenny Fishback Interior Design. Now, before the break, we were talking interior design. So, as an interior designer, you've likely encountered some interesting and amusing design requests over the years. Could you share with us one of the most unusual or quirky design requests you've ever received? Could you share with us one of the most unusual or quirky design requests you've ever received? 
Gosh, honestly, um, I haven't really come across anything um, too quirky or out there. But, I mean, if someone wants to throw something at me, I'm all for it. <laughs> right? I'm thinking tropical ocean. Oh. Palm trees, something like that. Okay. Oh, I love that. I'm yeah. up for the challenge. You would. You would love that, right? Adelaide. <laughs> all right. So now, choosing furniture or artwork or accessories, um, I think that that is one of the most overwhelming uh, parts of the process because there are so many different options available. Um, Share with us what strategies you use to help clients find just the perfect pieces that will also fit not only their style but their budget because obviously in this day and age we have to be very budget conscious, right? Right. Um, so this is actually the the more fun side of the design that I love. This okay. is this is what I like to do. So this is the uh, part of design that I actually really love. Um, and I uh, will go back and create a design presentation for my clients. Okay. And I will hand select and source all the furnishings and artwork and accessories and lighting and everything, and bring it all together and present it to my client. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So like room by room. You will yeah. show them sort of a, I don't know, like maybe a design board or something on the computer and say, ooh, this is what I anticipate for you. Yes. Yeah, so depending on what the client needs and how many rooms they need mm-hmm. me to do, um, I will go and create like a mood board and I will hand select each item with a description and I'll give pricing. And so I'll have it all put together in an estimate. Fantastic. And, um usually the client's pretty happy. Absolutely. I know I would be. Uh, That's great. Um, And um, if the client gives you the go-ahead, you just go ahead and order it and get it all to them, huh? Yes. I have access to um, some amazing furniture lines and vendors that I work with. So I um, have access to all different suppliers and wholesalers and Every, all different styles. And I, I actually just opened an account with a furniture company called Row, and they do custom furnishings. Oh. And so we're able to um, pick through a library of fabrics and just really customize the size and the shape and all the different details of like sofas and chairs and swivel chairs. And Oh, that sounds expensive, yeah. is it? Um, the custom route can be a little bit pricier, um, but I also have uh, many vendors where they're more budget friendly. So okay. it just depends on the client and what we can work with, but I can usually um, work with all sorts of budgets. Okay. Well, that's good to know because I know that, you know, everybody everybody is looking for, um, I think, the most economical way they can, can handle it, right? Um, now, I know Kern County has a diverse range of architectural styles. So how do you approach designing interiors that actually complement the existing architectural features of any given home? Yeah, well, I've actually ran into this issue with my own home. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Um, so I live in a house that was built 30 years ago. Okay. Um, 1993. And it's one of those beautiful brick front homes that uh-huh. you see in Bakersfield. Mm-hmm. And so it has more of a traditional feel to it. Right. Um, but my style is a little bit more modern. Okay. And so I've had to figure out how to bring some of those modern elements mm-hmm. um, that I love, but still keep to the heart of the home. Okay. 
Um, so like I redid my kitchen. Okay. And so I brought in some really nice like quartz and some black granites. Uh huh. Um, you know, maybe some more modern hardware. Okay. But I still keep um, that traditional element in like my cabinetry and I still have the moldings and the baseboards and, you know, a, a more traditional floor. So, okay. and then I kind of bring that modern element through artwork or lighting. Or, okay. Um, so I, I really am mindful to like not do something that's totally out of the element or setting of the original home. That's great. Um, so, Jenny, in an ever-changing design landscape, I think many homeowners strive for what I would call a timeless interior design um, that that hopefully won't go out of style. Um, to that end, what are some key principles or, or elements that they should consider when when trying to aim for that timeless look? Yeah, I think uh, one of those key principles would definitely be symmetry. Okay. I'm a huge symmetry person. Oh, that would be me. I, they, in my world, they call it OCD, but, you know, <laughs> I like I like symmetry. That's a good yeah. word, right? Mm. And I can't tell you how many homes I've been into where the first thing you see is this fireplace that's off-centered off uh-huh. the wall, uh-huh. and then it just kind of makes everything else off-centered. Not feel imbalanced. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, my big thing, I try to do symmetry as much as possible. So how do you handle that situation where you have that fireplace off to one side? Um, How do you then make that wall feel more balanced? Well, I have that situation in my own home. And so I have the fireplace off to the right. And then we did a built-in flat panel screen TV on the left. And then I have a large-scale piece of artwork. above each that bring it all into balance and so that kind of creates the the focal point to give it a more symmetrical look very good Uh, i have also i think seen it done where um, they have used built-ins all the way above and around okay um, for the whole wall so that the fireplace becomes just a one more piece or part Mm -hmm. of this entire wall um, of uh, built-ins, right? So that you have one large opening on the fireplace side, one large opening on the other side, just creating art niches, etc. Um, but it's you're right; it's very awkward to have mm-hmm. that. So I like the way that you did it, though, with the two big pieces of artwork. I like that. Yeah, and so then that kind of brings in scale and proportions. Yeah, because that's so critical. It really is. I'm very fortunate in my older home that that fireplace was right in the middle of that wall. (laughs) Bookcases on either side. I'm like, yes, that works for me. Oh, yes, that's perfect. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So I I think that you have kind of answered this, but I'm going to ask it in a little bit different way. Um, Because trends do come and go, um, but that timeless design does endure. Um, as homeowners, you know, we do have a tendency to want to, to, to reach for those trends because they're trends for a reason. We like them, right? But how do you strike that balance between incorporating that current trend Mm -hmm. and ensuring that your interiors remain stylish and relevant for years to come? Well, I have a few examples. So 
first, let's talk about flooring. Okay. Um, so I think one of the most classic flooring options is the wood floor. Yes. And now it can be wood floor, it can be um, engineered wood, it can be laminate. There's lots of those options. Mm hmm but it's just one of those timeless materials that have been around for a long time. Right. And they have um, gone through the test of time. Yes. Um, but you also have to, you know, pick a timeless color. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I would go for the natural or medium browns. Right. Um, whereas if you do a dark brown or even a black, that's trendy. If yeah. You, gray has been trendy. Yes. Um, so, you know, just kind of keeping to the natural colors you find in nature, that'll right. help keep you um, kind of in that classic area. Okay. Um, but another thing is that, you know, people are now starting to take the wood flooring and they're going to do it in a certain pattern, like, right. like a herringbone or mm -hmm. a chevron, which mm -hmm. has become trendy. Right. Um, but I think there's a difference between trendy and something that's trending. Right because that herringbone pattern has been around for centuries mm -hmm. in like European architecture, you know, and it's, you know, become popular and that's, you know, your your ideal classic design. Right. And so, and the same with checkered floors, that like a checkered oh, marble floor, you'll see right. it and you know that. That is a classic design yeah. that's been around for centuries. Yeah, mm -hmm. and so, and right now the checkered floors are back in style and they're mm -hmm. trending. And right. So, so I kind of like look for the longevity of a trend and okay. see, you know, has it been around before? Like, is this going to get old? Um, also, another timeless um, option is like white subway tile. Okay. Like if you're if you're a safe person and you don't want to mm -hmm. do something, you know, too far out there. Right. Like your white subtile is like your best friend. Okay. And it's something that's been around for a long time. And, you know, maybe some people say that's boring, but it's just one of those things that it looks nice and classic and you can change the pattern. You can, um, you know, go vertical, horizontal. You can do soldier stack or right. bricklay. I mean, there's so many options that you can do with a subway tile to, you know, make it fresh. Mm -hmm. um, and then another one, which is really popular right now and is kind of like a new trend, is the Zalige tile. Okay. I don't know that I'm familiar with yeah, that. Yeah. So it's like, it's a new kind of rustic, um, it's a glazed terracotta tile. Oh, okay. That's originally handmade in Morocco. Right. Yeah. And so like, that's starting to pop up everywhere mm -hmm. in the interior design world. Um, but it's one of those things where it's, it's been around for a long time. And so it's one of those kind of natural materials that even though it's trendy right now, it, it still has, it can go through time and age well. Right. Um, and it's actually, you know, kind of like the original subway tile. Yes. <laughs> That's great. So, okay. Um, you mentioned the, um, the glazed, um, the glazed terracotta tile. The glazed terracotta mm -hmm. tile. Yeah. Brain fade there for a minute. Um, what are some other upcoming interior design trends that you're excited about? Well, I think we went through a huge period of time where everyone was embracing the minimalism. Mm -hmm. And, every, you know, people were having like the monochromatic rooms and everything was, you know, just more safe and serene. And, and right. maybe that was after the whole pandemic that, yes. you know, people were at home and they just wanted to, you know, just... It, we need calm. Yeah, we need calm. Right. Um, 
So I actually see some trends coming where it's like the pendulum starting to swing the other way. Mm -hmm. And they're calling it maximalism. Oh, okay. And uh, maximalism um, has more like heavy patterns through wallpaper and drapery and rugs and upholstery. And you're going to start seeing like highly saturated colors occupying smaller spaces. So, I mean, that's like the extreme of the trends coming in. Okay. Uh, but I think over time, we're going to start bringing in more color and like rich moody tones and um, like Venetian plasters are getting really popular right now. Okay. Um, and we're stepping away from the grays and moving to browns and rich earthy colors. Okay. Um, are there any trends that are that you're seeing come on the horizon that you're not loving right now? Um, well, there's some trends coming in. I I haven't have yet to um, design around them, um, but they're kind of like the two subcategories of this. Uh, maximalism okay and one is it's more of a romantic style and it's also has a nickname of like coastal grandma okay <laughs> and in this design you see like soft curves the use of scallops and okay. um, your lampshades and mirrors and lighting and okay. um, maybe in the curves of like bar stools so okay. that's a new trend that's um, coming through the design world Okay, and um, what is that called again? It's, it's a scallop shape. Okay. Um, so like more organic. Okay, okay, all right. Um, and then you will you might see more like reeded glass and in cabinet fronts, um, okay. natural woven lights, floral patterns. Oh, I have seen a lot of, I was thinking floral when you said grandma. I was like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm yep. Um, um, maybe some like fringe and natural woods. And colors like indigo blues and mm-hmm. burgundies. Mm-hmm. They're, they're now calling burgundy Bordeaux. That's, oh, that's the okay. new trendy okay. name for it. So, right. so those colors are coming back. Okay. Um, and then there's also another one. And so if you have your coastal grandma, this one's called Country Club Grandpa. Okay. <laughs> and I don't just think like rich, deep hues, mahogany, worn in leathers. Okay. Think Ralph, Ralph Lauren, like, yep. like plaids, okay. antique furnishings, old photographs. So kind of just that, like, I don't know. Um, Much heavier look. Yeah. Right? Okay. Um, what we would imagine a country club looking like, right? A country club of old. Yeah, right? absolutely. Okay. All right. Interesting. Yeah. Um, fascinating. Um, so shifting gears a little bit, um, are there are there any mistakes that you commonly see homeowners make when they are uh, selecting finishes or decor? that you could warn people of up front? Yeah, I think um, one of the main things is selecting something too trendy. Okay. I mean, unless you're willing to tear something out 10 years (laughs) from now because you're tired of it. Um, So I I think that's a big mistake. Or if they don't plan on seeing themselves in that home for very often or for very long, Mm -hmm. um, you know, just kind of keep a little safe or neutral just so that it keeps this resale value. Right. Um, And also just not having a plan. Oh, yeah, kind of just jumping in, right? Yeah, or, you know, people remodel, like, one room and it looks this way, or the other room looks this way, and they just have, like, you know, no No cohesive. cohesive. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. and so I think that I see that a lot, too. Well, and I have seen where we have 
done the flooring in this room because this was on sale and the flooring in this room because it was on sale and really it should all flow together because that is what um that is what the eye appreciates more than a different floor in each room because generally speaking most people prefer that cohesive unified look right absolutely um so last question i have um for you jenny is how can homeowners ensure that their homes do have that cohesive design feel throughout the home well, I think first you need to um, determine your interior design style. Mm-hmm. Um, are you traditional, modern, contemporary, transitional, eclectic? Mm-hmm. Um, and then once you determine that, I um, would determine your color palette and try to keep it consistent. Okay. And I would suggest trying to use the same color scheme throughout the home. Um, and then you can add character through textures and wallpapers and lighting and fabrics. Um, or you can try, you know, mixing metals with fixtures or plumbing um, when you're selecting your finishes if you, you know, want to try something new or different. Okay. Very good. Adelaide, before we let Jenny go, do you have any questions for her? Um, yeah, a couple. First of all, go Cougars, right? Washington Woo-hoo. State. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But uh, I was thinking sports and everything and man cave. I don't know if we can use the term man cave anymore, but right. the cave for, for hanging out. Um, are, are there trends we're seeing in that? Oh, in the man cave. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I think um, that's like a really personal space. And mm-hmm. so that's one of those times where, you know, I'm at the client's house and I kind of get to know them a little bit more or ask them to like maybe provide some like special pieces that are like meaningful to them. So you know, whether they have a collection of something or, um, you know, some artwork that they really like. So it could be a place where you can definitely, like, personalize right. a little bit more. Okay. Okay. And you can help them put it together. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. perfect. Perfect. Another thing I was thinking about, Airbnb. Everybody's doing the Airbnb thing. Can you come in and just airbnb arise a, a space? Is that <laughs> a thing? Set it up for an Airbnb. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, just depending on the client's, um, you know, budget and what they're looking for. And I would definitely suggest for an Airbnb, you know, you do things that are a little bit more, um, you know, use performance fabrics and Mm -hmm. things that um, will withhold kids and families and dogs and, you know, maybe not put expensive breakable items in an Airbnb or or things that, you know, you wouldn't mind getting damaged if something happened. Okay, okay, very cool. And I was wondering... You said you had younger children. Are th- are they looking at this like something they'd want to do? Or oh, that's a good question. So um, <laughs> I actually have a daughter. She's super creative and artistic, and um, she's been watching me these this last year. Oh, and that's she's just great! Like, oh, okay. wow. she, and I heard her the other day, like, tell her friend, "My mom's an interior designer." Oh, and nice. So I mean, if anything, I'm really excited to do this and just like show my kids that you know you can start a business and you can follow your dreams and. Um, yeah, if someday she wants to help me or, or take over, I would definitely be open to that. that Very cool. Wonderful. That's awesome. Thank you. Great. So before we say goodbye, Jenny, could you tell our listeners one last time how they can get a hold of you? Yes. Um, so you can find Jenny Fishback Interior Design um, on our website. It's www.fishbackdesign. And that's F-I-S-C-H-B-A-C-K. And I also have an Instagram. It's fishback underscore design. Perfect. 
A heartfelt thanks to each and every one of you for tuning in today and for tuning in each and every week. If you're itching to elevate your home's interior to new heights, Jenny is the expert to turn to. With her exceptional eye for design, she's going to work her magic to ensure that your home shines to its utmost potential. Don't hesitate to reach out to her and let her transform your space into something truly remarkable. Remember, if there are details of today's topic that you'd like to revisit, or you know someone who would enjoy this information and couldn't tune in this hour, we've got three ways you can access this show. You can catch our Encore presentation each Sunday morning at 8 a.m. here on KNZR just before Sean Hannity. You can hear this and previous shows wherever you get your podcasts by searching the Kern County Real Estate Review. Or you can access the show on our website at themccartygroup.com and listen to your heart's content. This is Lori McCarty with the McCarty Group of Coldwell Banker Preferred Realtors and your host of the Kern County Real Estate Review, wishing you and yours a blessed day and a fantastic week ahead. You're listening to 1560 AM, 97.7 FM, KNZR, and streaming live on KNZR.com. We'll be back next week. The times we're living in are unparalleled. And it's affected all of us. It's made us feel uneasy and alone. Americans who need to sell their home or have to move and buy a new home are experiencing tremendous stress right now. And I know it's scary and overwhelming, but there is a solution. I'm fortunate to work with some of the top agents in America, agents who are going to tell you the truth, who will give you the best advice that's right for you. Right now, you need to work with an agent that can bring solutions for you. You have the help of somebody that can help you really make an informed decision. Lori McCarty with the McCarty Group at Caldwell Banker. You may want to take a cash offer or maybe it's time to upgrade your home and get it ready to sell in the summer. Maybe you should just hold tight and refinance. You do have options and you deserve to work with a great agent who does business with the highest integrity. Call Lori McCarty at 665-SOLD or online at themccartygroup.com. That's themccartygroup.com. Hey, you confused about real estate? Sean Hannity here, and I can tell you as an active real estate investor, well, just like the stock market, it can go up one day and down the next. Home values and sales, they fluctuate on a dime. Now, even though I've bought and sold homes for years all across this great country, one thing I will always do is partner with a sharp real estate agent that truly studies local and national market trends, that knows the real value of homes, and most importantly, knows how to generate demand regardless of the market. And the good news is you have a truly amazing agent right in your backyard. I'm talking about Lori McCarty of Coldwell Banker. She has an amazing team working for her that doesn't miss a single detail. Her system is so bulletproof, well, she can create demand for your home at a deadline that you agree to or she will buy it herself. Now, real estate doesn't have to be frustrating or scary. Call Lori McCarty today at 665-SOLD. That's 665-SOLD. Online, themccartygroup.com. That's themccartygroup.com. Go there and you can start packing. <laughs>